Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to Blog Access 101 Podcast. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Special shout out to our sponsor, Hibachi Productions. Use our discount code Block Access 101 on HibachiProductions.com to get 20% off. Welcome to Blog Access 101. This is episode 14. I'm your host, Young Abachi. Follow us on social media for updated sports news at Blog Access 101. Uh, we have a guest today, LR. Introduce yourself, brother. LR the King, IG LR1313. Holla at me. I'm right here pouring up, getting ready for this podcast, <laughs> watching this Clippers game. All right. I know y'all can hear that. <laughs> Hey, what you got there, Henny? No, 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 no. This is this is a wine night. I had the Henny for most of the shows, but today is wine. Oh yeah, that's crazy though. I got the white zipping down, you know. That's exactly that's how we do it. That's how we carry it in twenty twenty. Yes, sir. All right, <laughs> all right. So we start out with the first topic: um, NBA bubble games. Um, I think like the NBA bubble games so far have been pretty exciting, especially the uh, one of the first night with the um, Blazers and the Grizzlies. Um, Hall of Fame mellow play is definitely back. Um, it's a good thing to see. I think the Blazers might mess around and sneak into the eighth spot because the Grizzlies are playing like horseshit in the bubble. Uh, Grizzlies haven't won a game in the bubble. I'm oh my god! Yeah, I was like, do they want to go home? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed in that team. John oh. my guy too. And then Jaron Jackson got injured too, right? Yeah, he got injured, so he didn't even play the last game. But oh, it's a wrap for them niggas. They made it just pack up and go home now, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's over for them, man. They lost. They done lost to the Spurs. They done lost to their the people behind them. They lost to the Pelicans. They lost to the Blazers. Like they can't get right, man. I feel bad, but this is the league. You gotta win. Yeah, so. I mean, they knew what time it was. They knew as soon as, as soon as they got off the plane to the bubble when the season started, it was gotta get gotta get ready, like Melo said. Right, man. And they have they have the talent. I don't know. They just folding. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was, I mean, they got some decent talent. I wouldn't go that far. They got my man Jaron Jackson and uh John Morant. You know, after that, I mean, Valid Tunis, he all right. After that, I mean, I really don't see nobody be like, like wows me out of that crew. We talking about Valchunas is a, a solid guy, and I'm I've been a big Dylan Brooks fan since Oregon days, so. Uh, Dylan Brooks tough to me. Yeah, he alright. So he, I mean, so that's that's right there. We just named four. That's a good core. And then who else they got? I mean, they got Grayson Allen. He's alright. Uh, they got Anderson. He plays defense. He came from the Spurs, so you know how to play. Like they don't got they don't got a no. What the? Ooh. Oh, I'm sure. All right. I'm, I'm talking about Kyle Anderson. My God. Oh, my I say he played for the Spurs. Yeah, I'm thinking of, that's all right. But yeah, no. I mean, Kyle Anderson. He's he he was he was decent. He he ain't no guy be like, oh man, this guy going to fill up the stat sheet. He'd be all right. He's like a solid role player. 
that's what I'm saying. But they, we just, we just need to sell at six or seven. That, that, that's a good team. That's that ain't going to be in the West. That's not a team that should go over for to start the bubble. Look at the Phoenix Suns. Oh, oh guys, four and zero. Four and zero in the bubble. Phoenix was looking good. Ninth seed and playing that play-in game. Uh, I, I, I think uh, as long as you're within four, you get to play in some playing games. So I don't think. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. If you did nice, I don't know the rules. Like two, I think I think it's two. If you're within two, uh, nah, it's, it's definitely with it's definitely within four. But and as of like yesterday, it was four teams within four. Yeah, it was the crazy. Pelicans, Blazers, uh, the Suns, and it was actually the Spurs. <laughs> so yeah, is in trouble. <laughs> The Spurs should have beat us that that night if if uh Shake Milton hit that miracle three. Don't say us, my guy. But yeah, they definitely should have oh, beat yeah, the Sixers. You you be a Sixers fan on some days, but I feel you. Man. I'm a Ben Simmons fan, and oh. you know what? The one thing that would have got me to be a Sixers fan is if they would have drafted Michael Porter Jr. Oh, I... don't, don't get me started. On that. But I, <laughs> don't I, get I, me I, started I, on that. Saying that. I feel like the reason why we didn't get them is because, you know, management had been in it. People like fans in the air like, oh, we keep drafting all these players just to sit them for a year because they injured. So I guess management was like scared. They were like, all right, we in a win now mode. We can't we can't get uh take Porter Jr. And he said another year and then we we in a win now mode and he just sitting there for a whole year and not playing. But I'm just like, we got Zaire Smith, and he got broke his foot. That's why I was like, it was like a, the same thing, basically. Exactly. The thing is, when you draft, and the Nuggets understand this completely, you draft the best player available. And when the Sixers were out, obviously, Zaire Smith was not the best player available. I know they drafted Mikel Bridges. One, even Mikel Bridges is playing better than Zaire Smith. <laughs> like, oh, man. My, my God. Too. And Mikel Bridges was – Phenomenal his last year in Villanova. Like there, there, there was no reason, no nation for them to have Zaire Smith over Mikel Bridges or Michael Porter Jr. At least if they had Mikel Bridges, I would have understood. But they got Zaire Smith. <laughs> yeah. Michael Porter Jr. just had thirty and fifteen the other night. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. I, I never, I remember that draft when we picked Zaire Smith. I, I know I said what the fuck about ten times. Exactly, because. <laughs> I watched a lot of college, and I did not know who was that? Smith Texas was. Tech? He was he was he was okay. I think we we played. We, he played us in Villanova that year when we won the chip. He was he played. He had a decent game, but I'm like, he's not. He wasn't top. He, he didn't get he top ten off of that game. He wasn't memorable in college. Yeah. 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 I'm say. He was he was not anything that I would be like, yo, Sixers got a good guy. Like he was he was really nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right, then the next topic. Um, so NBA uh, bubble players standouts. Uh, my first player I put was uh, T.J. Warren. I just you know I don't know how we let that man get fifty three points on us. It, it was it was just fucking ridiculous. Six defense sucks. Yeah, I was it was it was crazy. It was just like somebody going to step up and check. I'm like Tobias or Ben Simmons. Somebody like y'all just going to keep letting him just shoot. Nobody going to double team and just keep letting him go one on one. All right, cool. 53 points. Then then he went back and, and went against Washington. I mean, of course, Washington had nobody, but he had 34. Washington then, had nobody. Then they, then they almost beat the Sixers. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, you know, we, we're – I told you. I told you and Twan all the time. We lose – we all we lose the games we're supposed to win and win the games we're supposed to lose. We're a, we're an unorthodox team that nobody knows where the hell we're going. Uh, first or second round exit. 
Oh, it was definitely first round actually because Ben Simmons got like a patella injury. So yeah, it's a wrap. <laughs> I mean, I was just talking to Ben earlier. He said he said he was ready for the playoffs. Pray for him. Bro, he got a dislocated kneecap, bro. He's not playing. Bro, all we gotta do is get a brace up like that. He'll be right. He'll definitely be not. Ready. At least not the first round. I mean. What 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 place are the Sixers in? Uh, they 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 fall so far. It's hard to keep. No, track. I mean we got we got we got the sixth spot locked up. What we're trying to do is get in that fifth and fourth. But I think I'd rather take my chances against Boston. Listen, Miami Heat right now. Y'all look like y'all ready to roll. We are. Listen, when I look at, when I look at the standings in the East, there's no one in the top five. The Sixers can beat. <laughs> so the Sixers even like trying to petition for a seating. It don't matter. It doesn't. They can't beat any of these teams in the first round. And what yeah. you gonna do when we do, bro? If ben, if Ben Simmons comes back, Ben Simmons is my guy. Like I said, talk to him every day. But listen, there's no he knows there's nobody y'all can beat in the first round. And it's it's not even because y'all aren't talented. It's because it's poor coaching. Poor decision making by players, and then like there's just no late game urgency. Like I, I honestly don't know what the Sixers are gonna do in a close game at the end of the game. Like last year, you know, I had Jimmy Butler. You know, he was gonna give buckets or set something up. This year, I don't know. It it doesn't. It never looks good. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, should be getting the last shot outside of Embiid, Tobias Harris, and we paid him all that damn money. But you know, I don't think he's ready for the big moments. I don't think he's ready. I mean, if you, if you have a basic offense, I mean, it's hard. It's hard for Tobias Harris to really get going. Like it, the offense is is too it's too mundane for me. And it's, our, it's Brett Brown's fault. He's got to go. Right. The, six, the Sixers are going are hard to watch. <laughs> I don't think I've made it through. One Sixers game through this bubble that they're just hard to watch. It's it's sad too because there's so much talent on that team. And like, the, oh no, I made it to the TJ Warren game. That's because TJ Warren is going crazy. I'm thinking like, why did the Sixers not? The Sixers didn't double team. The Sixers right. didn't. The that's, Sixers that's, didn't put five on them. That is get, coaching. Oh my god! Don't tell me how. Tell me how he's. he's He's playing cork man's before Thibault. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? I'm confused. Cause I'm like, all right, yeah, you put Ben on them. You know, Ben's a good defender, solid. But I mean, he's already hot, so he was cooking Ben. And you know, Thibault is really, really aggressive. He's more aggressive to Ben. Ben is like, he'll use his size. Where Thibault is like, he'll use, you know, strategy. So why do you not put Thibault on? Because why do you start the second half with, with uh, NATO? Like it just, it oh, just oh, oh, oh my! Yeah. I remember that when he had Dato out there starting second half, I, second half, I said he's got to go. One <laughs> before before Shake Milton was starting, Thibault was starting before he got injured. So why would you not go to Thibault in the second half? Like it's just it's just right. Of- and then it's getting better shooting wise too. So I'm just like, why are you not starting? Like it's just. I mean, I understand Shake starting, but but when you go, if you're gonna bench Shake. You've been sick for Thibault, and if you want to stop someone from scoring 53 on you, put Thibault on them. Like, it's, it's common sense. Or you double team. They didn't do it. Was, that's why you can't put no faith in the Sixers. Coach yeah, he's like, he's like Jason. Moves up to nothing. Need this win. Oh, what were you saying? 
I said, yeah, he's up. Um, I was like, he's he's definitely Jason Garrett of the NBA. Oh my goodness! Let me get started on the cowgirls. Oh, watch your mouth, buddy. Super Bowl champions, twenty twenty. <laughs> 21, I guess. But anyway, all right, so let's go to disappointing teams. We talked about them earlier, and Memphis Grizzlies, 0-4. Like I said, I guess they're ready to just go home back to Memphis. Uh, a lot of disappointing teams. Memphis Grizzlies, definitely yeah. number one. Um, the Sixers. <laughs> um, well, I guess you can say that, but we, we, we talked um, about this. 2-1-1. Yeah, we 2-1. The team we lost it was the Pacers. But can we can we go through the games? Go on. So the Spurs should should have crushed should have crushed the Sixers. You know they actually um what did they do? They they actually scored forty in the fourth quarter. Also off off the pick and rolls because the Sixers don't know how to guard pick and rolls still. But um you know it was it was some mis- it was some mis- free throws some some bullhead plays by the Spurs and then of course Shakespeare he had a big shot. But even Brett Brown said the Sixers were lucky to get that win. So that that wasn't an impressive win. That was really like they were lucky, but they they played horrible. Um, and then we'll go to the Wizards. The Sixers could not stop the Wizards <laughs> at all. And and the crazy thing is, it took Ben Simmons getting hurt for the Sixers to actually lock in and actually pull away. Because once Ben Simmons got hurt. The Sixers kind of looked around. They were like, "Yeah, we we can't really like take this take this game lightly anymore." And that's when they actually started to you know play real basketball. So yeah, I, I said to say, if Ben Simmons didn't get hurt, I think the Sixers were going to lose towards it. And not saying Ben Simmons is the problem. I just think oh, he's definitely the problem, bro. He does. He's I, I, think I, I don't know why he's a crutch for personally. Second of all, I mean he's 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 he plays too relaxed. I mean, he's also going defense pretty well, but on offense, he's like lackadaisical. If it's if it's not fast break, he's lackadaisical on the offensive side. I, I think I I think differently. I think Ben Simmons is the crutch for the Sixers, so they think that they're better than other team as long as they got like Ben there, or 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 so as long as they have Ben and Embiid out there. If one of them are missing, then you actually see a team that, that actually plays hard and and actually you know gets there on the defensive stands and looks great. It's like the Sixers only play well. When they're missing one of the two stars, that's not really how you succeed, especially in the bubble. Yeah. Like, so the Sixers are disappointing. But I, I have a list. <laughs> that's not the only. That's not the only two. Um, what else we got? We got the Lakers. Their uh, their offense has been terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 saw, I saw that they're shooting twenty five percent from three. Um. Remind you, the Lakers led the league um, in field goal percentage during the regular season, well, the pre-bubble season, and then in this bubble season, they're last in field goal percentage. So if, if that doesn't if that doesn't tell you disappointing, then I don't I don't know what else you need. Um, they're playing lackadaisical defense, <laughs> and their offense is trash. And people keep saying Avery Bradley is hurt. I didn't know Avery Bradley was part of the big three. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was maybe I was confused. I didn't know Avery Bradley scored thirty points a game. I didn't know they were missing thirty points each, each night. Avery Bradley's missing, but there's something missing from this team. And you can't tell me it's Rondo, and you definitely ain't about to tell me it's Avery Bradley. So that that team has been disappointing. They need they need to shoot off the bench, man. They be having Jr. just just spectating out there, man. You think that's what they're missing? I yeah, should because 
I mean, Deion Waiters is cool when he's not, you know, shooting horrible shots. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think the Lakers are in trouble because I'm looking at the Blazers. They're hot. I mean, the Blazers are not going to beat the Lakers. Right. They'll get two. But then that, that's more chinks off the Lakers. And then the next round, who will they play? They could play the, the Rockets. The Rockets. Oh, uh, no, they fight with four or five seed. Uh, what? Yeah, the Rockets okay. are taking the seven. Okay, see, now people laugh at me when I say this. I told people, I was like, okay, she got the Lakers number. <laughs> oh, man. And, I mean, they look at that. They won. They embarrassed the Lakers yesterday. Uh, I think the first, the very first time they played the Lakers, they beat the Lakers. The second time, they gave the Lakers a huge run for their money, and the Lakers wound up uh, winning. Uh, I got to go back and look at these games because I just remember betting on them. Uh, I remember uh, the Lakers gave uh, him a run for the money, so OKC was winning the whole first half. In the second half, the Lakers actually like took off. They won by like three or four. They didn't cover, but I bet OKC that night, so I won. Um, then the third game was they dominated OKC, uh, but LeBron didn't play. The Lakers came out uh, with great defense. I think they were up like 22 the first quarter, and – and oh, this game I lost because this game I bet OKC because I'm like, yo, no problem, no problem. But the Lakers dominated that game. I think they won by like 20 or 30. But then we saw what happened yesterday. Like, OKC played the Lakers tough. And oh, if, they yeah. the, if they get the Lakers in the second round, I mean, look, honestly, that series is going 50-50. This is 50-50. <laughs> yeah, Shay Alexander been hooping, man. Him and Paul, uh, Chris Paul got that good connection, man. Big brother. Right. And, and their defense, their defense is tough. So, I mean, if the Lakers, if the Lakers think they're going to coast in the playoffs, that it ain't happening. Because you get, if you get the Blazers, you get OKC, you get a 200 team. And then, you know, third round, you're going to see the Clippers. Like, it, it ain't happening. They, they're not going to make it through this gauntlet the way they're playing. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just ready to take Twan money when they play the Clippers in the championship, conference championship. And, uh, Clippers beat the wax the ass in like five, six games. I don't so I, I can't even say when now. Then I gotta say if. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, how bad it, that's how bad it is. That's how bad it is in like Lake I gotta say if they play the Clippers in the third round. Yeah, unfortunately, but you know the Clippers gonna be there. Yeah. Uh but yeah, let me get back to my surprise uh, oh teams disappointing. We're still disappointing. Do you have yeah. more? Uh Mavs. Yeah, they're definitely uh, disappointing. Um, they you think the Mavs are disappointing? Yes, they they had messed up my ticket uh, a few times, so they are very disappointing. How the hell did they, they lost to the Suns? They were up by thirteen. So I, I went to sleep in New Mexico. I, I'm thinking they won. Woke up, they lost by two points. Unfucking believable. Uh, then who else did they play? What was it? The, the Kings. Remember, they, they played the Rockets double overtime. That no, not double overtime. Uh, the game was the score was so high. I'm thinking it's double overtime. They played the Rockets. They went the overtime. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing disappointing about losing to the Rockets. Well, I'm disappointed that out there now. But they're blowing leads. That's what the crazy part is. I get it. But who in the Mavs can stop James Harden? I mean, but who on the who on the Rockets can stop Luca? Yeah, bro. Yeah, it was. I knew it was the Kings. Yeah, they lost to the Kings in overtime. Like, what the fuck? No, no, oh, no. no. They, won. they won. They beat the Kings in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. FanDuel hated on me. I was trying to bet the Mavs in overtime, and FanDuel kept locking it. <laughs> they hated on me yesterday with the Lockers, but I mean, no. 
Um, you they, know, he didn't be less than with the Dodgers, but that's for another day. I feel like they're about to be one in three, though, because I feel like they're not going to win this game against the Clippers either. Now, are you watching the game? Yeah. They're playing the Clippers tough. They are, but, you know, the Clippers know how to play in the second half. The Mavs know how to lose in the second half. Very true. Very true. So, I'm, I'm, I'm really debating what I'm going to do with the second half of that because I'm thinking about putting some money on, on the Clippers. Smart man. I'll be very smart of you. Um, I was going to say the Bucks because look, they was going to lose earlier to the Heat, but I mean they're two and two, so I wouldn't say really they're a disappointing team. I just figured they would come to the bubble and turn up since they all the years they've been people been talking about how they choking the playoffs, which they do. So I feel like they would come in there, play ready to play. But I mean, two and two is not too bad. They locked up the first seed, uh, number one seed tonight. So I mean, I think they should be good. But you know, I feel like they're going to choke in the playoffs. Uh, maybe when they go against Toronto or somebody. I, I think they might get something against Indiana. I actually agree that the Bucks are disappointing because they have not looked good in any of these games. They they were lucky to get to Boston. That was their that was their first one, like yeah, Boston. They were lucky to get through Boston, and then they took the loss to the Nets. I know that. Giannis only played one half, but the one half Giannis played, they were down like twenty. Yeah, so that, that doesn't look that doesn't that doesn't look good. They 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 were down twenty three to my team, even though my team didn't have his two best players. Although Bam and Jordan there like hand in hand, maybe Bam's a little bit better. So two of the top three players. So I mean, there's there's not a lot of like about the Bucks, but as I said, once we got into this bubble, and there's no and you take away all the fans. The Bucks will not become a regular team because the Bucks are a team that feeds off fans. They feed off the crowd reaction when they're home games, and they feed off the Bulls when it's away games. When you take all that away, they don't have anything to feed off of, and they look like a regular team. That's what we have right now. The Bucks can be beat by the Heat. They can be beat by the Raptors. I actually think the Celtics can beat them. So it's going to oh, be interesting. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, all right, so let's get to the um... – Surprising team. I started off uh, the Phoenix Suns. If you would have told me that the Phoenix Suns would be 4-0 in the bubble, I probably would have smacked the shit out of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and said you are obviously high. Um, but, you know, Devin Booker, um, great player, really messed up my ticket with that buzzer beater shot. He didn't have oh to do God. that. Just like that. Yeah, it hurt. It hurt the streets with that one. Um, hell of a shot. Um, Paul George and Kawhi do better because that was embarrassing. Um, you know, they came back from down. Like I said, they came back down from 13 against the Mavs and have to beat them. I mean, they of course, they were going to beat the Wizards because, well, they're the Wizards. Um, so I feel like they're being a pretty good team. You know, Miami's also um, been a good – well, I wouldn't say surprising, but they, they're playing much better than I thought they would in the bubble. I never really thought Miami as a – as a threat, but you know, they're looking pretty good. You know, they gave Milwaukee a good run for a while without Jimmy Butler. So I think you guys might actually do something in the playoffs. And then my the Celtics. Oh, I mean the Celtics wasn't really surprising. That was that was my team to win the East actually if my Sixers didn't win it. So I mean that didn't really surprise me. No, I'm uh, saying beat the Celtics. Oh yeah, you know, fluke. But uh <laughs> my God. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so yeah oh of course the Pacers, you know uh, you know, Oladipo is still getting healthy. He's not all the way there yet. 
So I didn't expect them to come out three and one, and I damn sure didn't expect T.J. Warren to drop fifty three on us, uh, the first game in the bubble. Quite embarrassing. Um, so yeah, that was my surpri- uh, surprise scene. What are yours? I think I have. I think I have the same. I don't know. Did you mention the Suns? Yeah, I mentioned the Suns. That was the first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Yeah, I think <laughs> I the, the same surprise scene. The the Suns. I wasn't. I'm not shocked by the Heat. I I knew that this was something that he could do. Uh, especially in the bubble, they they've been there for this environment. Um, the Nuggets have surprised me actually because um, I didn't I didn't think that they would win a game until like Jamal Murray came back and and here they are they beat they beat OKC yep which was a tough win they beat the Spurs and we know how hard the Spurs have been playing recently they really the AC even though they don't have Marcus Aldridge but. They're still like well coached and they still have some solid players. So um I'm interested to see what the Nuggets do tonight, but oh and the Blazers. Uh, oh yeah. I, I've been the, the biggest Blazer uh hater because of how much money they cost me in the regular season. But <laughs> I guess I guess I have to admit that maybe Collins and Nuggix are like the difference makers and, and they make this Blazers team actually pretty potent. So the game today is going to be really interesting. I'd actually, I I like to see like what's going to happen because um, uh, Nuggets and Blazers play today, and the Nuggets pretty much own the Blazers so far. But if, if the Blazers get this one today, then I'll be very impressed. Yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I was, just, I'm just glad Melo's back in Hall of Fame Melo forms, uh, playing really well for the Blazers. I feel like that's the uh, the push they need to make them take them to the next level. They always needed that third score. Um, I feel like Melo finally might actually be the guy that they finally need for at least for them to make some noise in the West. I mean, of course, they made some noise always with Damian Lillard, but he always had to do something miraculous to actually get him there. I feel like this takes some uh, stress and pressure off of him with Melo. Um, hitting the big shots, even though he missed that game, uh, game winning three, and uh, before OT against the Grizzlies, but you know they still won, so it didn't really matter. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's going to help out CJ and um, Lillard significantly. So I, I feel like the Blazers probably going to slip into that first round, um, and uh, they're going to probably lose in five games to the, the Lakers, but you know at least they're there. Uh, um, it's between the Blazers and the Suns. Um, I can't. I can't decide now. If I had to choose today, I think I would choose the Suns to look at the AC. Yeah, I feel like I want the Suns too because just how hard they've been playing in the bubble. Like they really want to actually be in the uh, playoffs because. Who would ever thought the Phoenix Suns would be in the playoffs? Because I surely didn't. I had no clue. I, I had no clue they were going to be this competitive. I thought that was going to be cakewalks. Yeah, I thought they were going to be a team. Everybody just get a, a W on the raid, try to get them up to the next seed spot. But they clearly showed us wrong. Facts. Um, all right. Next topic, uh, what's your thoughts about the big conferences such as the Big Ten, SEC, Pac-12, and Big 12, ACC um, playing college football for the year as most of the conferences have already canceled for the year? 
uh, I love college football. So I loved it. And you know, um, if if basketball can come back, if baseball can come back, hockey and like football can attempt to come back, why why deprive the college kids from playing? We won. We have basketball leagues in our neighborhood that are that are back and open. Yeah. So if those are open, then of course college teams can play. Especially if you know, so as long as you follow the, the safety precautions and there's no fans in the crowd, uh, I'm all for it. I, I I love to see these competitive games, and I mean all conference games. I'm fine with that. Hopefully they figure out a way to get bowl games and play the bowl games out too. But um, I love it, and um, I'm excited for it. What about you? Um, well, I mean, I, I didn't really care about any other conference but the Big Ten because, um, first of all, Buckeye Nation, um, we definitely wanted the uh, the chip this year because we still had that bad taste in our mouth from that um, BS game that the refs called for Clemson in that uh, bowl game. It was a bunch of bullshit, lost me money, and we got cheated, so... Didn't get cheated, Clemson was a better team. Man, they called so many BS calls, don't get me started. Uh, like that, like that pass interference on uh, Jeff. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, uh, well, and then you see like uh, the Big Twelve and AC is having like one non-conference game. I mean, I really don't see the point of that other than these conferences, uh, these uh, presidents just just money hungry. Like, I mean, just just play the regular conference. Just play a conference game. Y'all want to add an extra conference game, non-conference, just to get more money, like. Do you guys not have enough money? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't get it either. I mean, and if the non-conference game is against a team that you're going to just beat forty-eight nothing, then I really just don't understand what the point is. Right. If you're going to have non-conference games, at least have it against like uh, a competitive team and make it something that is enjoyable for us to watch. Because mind you, there's no crowd, so it's only going to be us watching on TV. No one's going to want to watch a forty-eight nothing game, non-conference right. game. So. Uh, that's when that's when you just turn the channel and be like, all right. Exactly. So I just I did feel like that was a waste of So I like the all conference game schedule, but I don't like the, the one non conference game. Yeah, it's something good going. Uh, I think uh correct me if I'm wrong, isn't um Notre Dame playing in the ACC this year? Since they can't play as independent. That should be interesting. Yeah, uh, um I'm actually excited to see that too. Yeah. I'll- I don't know why they didn't just stick in. I don't. I don't know why they always be independent anyway. That that that'd be killing me. Like just playing it like, makes no sense. Like they just they just want to be there. Um, what was the next one? Oh, uh, the Rick Ross versus Two Chains version. I think that John just started. Who you got one in there? Starting first. Starting at eight. That's eight and six. Okay. Oh, you know, you know, I had to go with my man Ross. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, oh, this dude. No yeah. doubt that Ross is winning this draw. Yeah, I mean, because I don't really think of anything that chains two chains got that can beat Aston Martin. I mean, Aston Martin music and uh, hustling. Like, I don't, I don't see anything that can beat that. Let me see. Chains got hits. Uh, no, I don't think. I don't think. It wouldn't. Why would Ross agree with this two chains? Like, there was so many people that are much preferred with Ross than that again. Then two chains. Yeah, I, 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 I just feel like 
after you have the DMX Snoop Dogg, you gotta follow it up with like somebody like close to that vernacular. I mean, they should have had they should just did the Ti Fifty Cent joint. They should have the Ti Fifty Cent or Ti should not try to challenge Fifty Cent and say <laughs> Rick Ross. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it could have been it could have been Cheesy and Rick Ross. Uh, there was just there was just this opportunity to do better. Yeah, and, I, uh, I feel like I feel like Rick Ross is going to beat Two Chains twenty zero. Yeah, and Ross it's for days. Yeah, and, and then God forbid they start doing features. Oh, it's a wrap. It's over. And and then Rick Ross starts to go to the MMG stuff. Oh my oh, goodness! Minutes. Oh man, but yeah, you know Two Chains. He had a few good joints. You know, good drink, no lie. Uh, and that birthday John, but I'm like he he should he's not in the same arena as Rick Ross. It's not even close. This yeah. is uh, this is just a, gonna be a slaughter. I wish I wish them verses would do a Gucci and uh Jeezy John. I mean, of course, somebody said be in the same room, but you know, I mean, you know, Jeezy ain't ready to get embarrassed like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That, what you mean, guy? Hits on hits on hits. On. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody found out at the cookout the hard way because people really thought Jeezy had more hits than Gucci. Now I'm just looking at people like, you guys gotta be high. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be crazy if you don't think Gucci. My man, Gucci probably got sixty albums in the streets. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he just have stuff all in the archives. You know. What I mean? Yeah, like my man, Gucci got hit. What do you think about the um, sure Chris Brown coming up? Oh man, they should have. They probably should have had it after the uh, after the Snoop Dogg. That would have been a better versus to follow up the Snoop Dogg DMX. Like this, it's like you go from A class to like B class, B minus. Like I'm not not saying Rick Ross is B class, but with Two Chain, it, it takes the level down. Like Two Chain, uh, why is he in a versus with Rick Ross? I don't know who. I don't know who's. I don't know if they're choosing his blindfold, but somebody. Needs to add me into that into that office when they make these votes because this is ridiculous. Yeah, this yeah this don't make sense unless they're like just friends and. But I just don't, I just don't see how two chains competes. Yeah, it's it's gonna get pretty ugly for them real fast, and I can't wait to see it. Um, so what did you think of the baby's new album? Um, I really I rated it a seven. Uh, first of all, it was way too many damn songs. I don't, I don't know, I don't know why these artists, new artists, putting these 24, 20 plus song albums out here. I'm not really listening to all of that. Um, I like the couple of songs, like the one he had. Well, of course, we already heard this joint before. The one nasty with my boo Ashanti and Megan Thee Stallion. I love that song. Yeah, it's but you know, you know, you know, you don't like all the songs. He he has a non deluxe version that has like thirteen tracks. Oh, good. Well, I need to listen to that. I don't know why this is deluxe. This, this, this is the deluxe one. This one just came out. The non-deluxe came out, I, I think, uh, a few weeks ago. But I like it. I mean, I don't think it was. Like, Kirk is my album. So, oh, yeah. it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't Kirk. But, I mean, it's, it's a good little vibe. It, it, gets, it gets me through the day. Yeah, but, it's uh, I hope you don't know. I hope, I hope I hope he goes back to you know that 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 Kirk so we can actually you know feel you know the passion. I just feel like he's just coasting now. Yeah, you know, yeah, everybody just I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah everybody just bang on him. He like, oh, I ain't gonna do no work. I like I like the joint he had with uh, NBA YoungBoy too. I think that joint a banger jump. 
Oh yeah, 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 that's all nice. That's all nice. That's all nice. But easily, nasty, easily like the best song on the album. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, Mashanti made that joint great. Just her alone, and Megan Stallion did her thing. But yeah, I still uh, rank that album about a seven though. Solid seven. What you give it? Yeah, I give it. I give it like a seven. I give it like a seven. Um, I had to give it a few more listens. It is like I'm listening to the deluxe version now, so it is a lot of songs. So oh my goodness. You can't, you can't, like, Baby's not one of those guys you can listen to for 24 songs. <laughs> right. So, uh, it's gonna take me a while to really, like, to me, like, but right now, I got, I got, I got it at a seven, too. Yes, I got it at seven. And, all right, brother, appreciate you coming out. You want to add anything else when we get off here? Yeah, man, listen to this, listen to this verse, listen to this Ross 20 for 20. That's what he's oh, doing yeah. today. It's gonna be a twenty o twenty o route, man. I mean, chains might get one or two. I give him that eighteen two. I'm, I'm telling y'all now, chains is my guy. Chains ain't getting chains ain't getting one tonight. So, <laughs> man, support that guy. Support the podcast and have a blessed night, everyone. Oh yeah. Oh, also uh, follow us again. Follow us on social media, blog access one hundred and one for more updated sports news. All right, see y'all around. Y'all stay safe.